Welcome to the Life Source Church Money Works Podcast. Welcome to Life Source Church Podcast on Money Works. We're glad that you've decided to join us again today. This is webcast number six. If you're watching online, you can subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you are on your smartphone and you would like to follow us on SoundCloud or iTunes, be sure to do that as well. Let's just get right into this. We've had about a week of um, these podcasts. And I know that they were an encouragement to me, even though I was a part of creating them with you. I get to listen on my way into work and think about these things. Um, We're going to try to get some more good little nuggets out there for people to think about. And uh, I wanted to start off real quick. We're talking about Money Works, and if you were able to be at our services on Sunday yesterday, um, you probably had a lot of thoughts and feelings going through your mind. I know I did. And I started thinking about money, and that's what we're talking about. And a story came to my mind, and I'll share it real quick with you, is one day my son, we wanted to go do something funny. I think it was mini-golfing. He says, let's go mini-golfing. And I probably answered him kind of shortly in the sense of, like, we don't have money to do that. You know, that, whether or not that was partial truth or not, it was an easy way to not have to explain, you know, why we weren't going to go mini-golfing, so we don't have money for that. And his response to me was, Dad, just go to Walmart and get money. He, he thought to himself, we can get anything from Walmart, including money. And so I started thinking to myself, and I've heard this before, and maybe we can touch on it. How come you think kids are able to give, give or not have that, you know, the thought of money? If you ask a child in a Sunday school or a children's church, hey, let's pass around the money plate, you almost have to tell them if they had $100 in their pocket, to don't give it all, right. hold back some of it, yeah. and yet... As adults, I think it's reversed. It's like, give it all right. because of where God. So why do you think kids have it easier? Well, I don't, you remember up at, um, at Word of Life, uh, Harry Ballback, Uncle Harry at the kids' camp. Uh, every week on Sunday when they talk, he has to tell them, because they take up an offering. For the tell, has to tell them, do not give all your money, uh, because they will give the whole week's worth of money to do it. So uh, there's something about a child. What, I mean, if Jesus talked about, remember at one point he says he brought a, a child and set the child in the midst and said, um, that we need to become like a child with our faith, right? Just believing, not overanalyzing anything. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of miles, and we've had issues in life and struggle with it, but they just uh, tend to believe like God said it, right? So I can trust him. It could also be that they don't understand the value of money yet. Well, that's for sure. And so that right. takes away. That's what I mean. We have a lot of miles on us. <clears throat> right. And a lot of stuff that we've had experiences. So that, that takes away. But that brings up kind of a point here. I mean, for us then, um, realistically, and I say realistically, how, how much can you give to that, right? But realistically, shouldn't we desire to give all of our money away to God? It doesn't have to look like tithing, I suppose, but isn't holding back any part of our money from God a selfish heart? Like, shouldn't we desire? Like, we want to give it all. Yes, I agree 100%. We, and we're supposed to recognize, we've talked about that the last two Sundays, uh, that really it all comes from God, right? And we need to use it all for Him. And I didn't say it this morning, um, but we're talking about the fact that most of our money goes other places besides giving. But there are instances in the Bible where someone was challenged to give it all. And we ought to be ready to do that. If, 
In other words, he was talking to this rich young ruler, and he says, okay, this is what you lack. You need to go sell it all and give it away. And, of course, he, he didn't because he loved his money. But we ought to be there. If, if God put it in my heart to say, okay, give away your paycheck every week, the whole thing, I could say, okay, uh, how am I going to do that, right? I don't understand. But, say, well, but if it's really from the Lord and he's made it clear, I can do that. I can trust him because God is able and he is good. So... Um, yeah, I think we ought to be living that way. Yeah, so I go back to the story with the kids, right? And no church will ever be here. But from your point of view, we should almost feel like, you know, let's get the church congregation and ourselves to a place where we have to kind of remind each other, hey, why don't you hold on to that sum of money, you know, some of that money? And it, it brings a question, and I tend to think rather deeply, but it, you said this in your sermon, there's a connection between your heart and your money. And I fully believe that. And I think that hit home with probably a lot of people thinking about, you know, that idea. And, it's, and so I thought, well, how much should we give? And I know you started talking about the tithing principle, but specifically this. Um, some people might feel like tithing isn't enough. Right. Okay? And, and I started thinking about this concept is should we give until it hurts? And if it doesn't hurt us or it's not sacrificial then should we be giving more? Because it's almost like, well, this is easy for me to do. Well, I think, I don't think that we would want to say, I, I, biblically I'd have to think about this, that we should give until, you know, it hurts. Um, because the reality is if we're really giving what God wants us to give, we're never going to reach the place where it hurts, right? Um, but at the same time, I think it is absolutely true. Uh, Jesus gave the principle, to whom much is given, much is required. And so... Uh, I, I kind of joked about if I got $10,000 this week, that the tithe starting point would be 1000 But in reality, if I got $10,000 this week, I'm probably going to give significantly more than a tithe because God has provided more than I need, and I'm going to be connecting what's the reason, right? And so, uh, I mean, you think the money we give to the, the work of God is a forever investment. You know, so why would we not want to give more, you know? I, and so, and that's one of the things we want to be clear. The tithe is not like, in fact, I didn't say it. It was in my handwritten notes here today. Our heart's probably not, not in the right place if we're tithing to the penny, right? It's, the tithing is the idea of a principle. It's a starting place, that's all. And we ought to want to give so much more. Real quick, and we're getting close to wrapping up here on this Monday morning, but um, have you ever heard of anybody who gave too much? And that's kind of a funny question, but I mean where they put themselves into a difficult situation because they were so, uh, they wanted all their money to be used and they got this idea that they needed to give it all or give a majority of it and it put themselves in a really difficult spot. Right. Well, I mean, I've actually, yeah, over the years known a couple of people who got excited about this and did that, but almost, uh, I think if I remember right, the two people I can think of this, they weren't using all their money the way God intended. They had debt that really wasn't honoring to God, and, and they, they weren't even seeing that God, what God had provided them that money for. So once again, I think it's saying, God, what have you given me this money for? I'm starting off. I'm going to give you the first tenth, no matter what, uh, you know, no strings attached, because this represents all my money, God. And then what do you want me to do with the rest of it? And, um, but at the same time, if God just makes it so clear to someone, you need to give this much, and they get in a, a bind because of it, if God really let them to do that, God's going to work through that in their lives and bring it to a place that glorifies him and blesses them. 
And uh, this will be the final point. I think as you were speaking, there was, there was a time when you were talking about giving, and then you said what you just recapped right there is God's led you to give, um, and it doesn't look like it's possible because of your current situation. That really does come down to a faith question. Are you going to trust that God says he will take care of you, when, especially, especially when you're living for him with your money? The, because I think that's such a... Um, a determiner. You said there's a connection between the heart and our money. That we have a choice at that op, at that moment. Are we going to trust God? Which realistically, I like to think money's material, just like any other material we have, cars, houses. It's just how we've decided to trade in America mm-hmm. and around the world. But it's really just like anything else. And and I think we need to really make that question: Are we going to put our faith in the material or in the unmaterial? And right. So maybe we can continue this discussion tomorrow because I think we ought to say, how would I know if God wanted me to give more? How would I know that? And so that'd probably be a great discussion. So just this verse, can you remind me of the reference of this? Don't trust in uncertain riches, but that's, in God who gives the riches. That's 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 17. So let's send everyone away today with that passage. Don't trust in uncertain riches, but in God who gives the riches. We'd like to thank you for coming again on this Monday morning. We hope that you have a great rest of the day. And uh, check back in tomorrow on Tuesday when we finish up discussing this Money Works podcast.